What do you got, an itch? I'd love to scratch it. Rush, rush. How did he do such fantastic stunts with such little feet? If you got an itch, now we're at scratch. Rush, rush. 16B. Rush Rash, a weekly listen through the Rush catalog of studio tracks, one cut at a time, with your co-hosts, Chaz and Chats. Go on, say it, Rush Rash with Chaz and Chats, Rush Rash with Chaz and Chats. Hot damn, A. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Rush Rash. Yeah, this is uh, Mrs. Chats. Came to uh, bring me my iPods, Beats, Beats, EarPod things. Oh, good, because that'll reduce your echo. Hi, Terry. Tell Terry I said hi. Uh, Thank says, you. <laughs> Thanks, you are our 1.9% female. That's right. You can't get out now? Uh oh. Hit, the, hit the button there. Hit uh -oh. the button on the right. He's going to start farting. It's a rush room. Look out. So does that really help reduce my echo? I don't think so. Uh, it should. It, it should. I Because I'm not talking out of these things. I have my little uh, thingy here. No, but now you're, you only hear yourself through those, and we don't hear you through your ball. We're not hearing you through the balls here. I got a ball on my end, so you're not hearing us hear each other through the balls because we're hearing each other in our ears. You hear that? Uh -huh. so you just keep the balls in play, all right? So the, <laughs> Look, so the ball, this is still... Keep the balls in Kimbo right? because if you got the balls in Kimbo, we got you using the ball, I got a ball. So we're using our balls, right? And you got your headphones, now I got my headphones. So there's no speaker around your balls. Around my ball, around your ball, around our balls, we got no speakers. So now we're not hearing uh, ambient noise around our balls. Okay. Got it. Got it. There's no so, uh, right? feedback loop around our balls. You got that. That's what I'm got talking it. about. So this got what it, this is it. what makes it easy for us to say, welcome to Rush Rash. Your <laughs> weekly check-in with the catalog of the rock band Rush. I am your co-host, uh, Chaz Charles. Uh, you are hearing the voice of my co-host. His name is... The Shats. The Shats. Hey, you were good on that one today. You were right there. Right there for the pickup. Love it. Pass off. How you been, Shats? Awesome. How you been, man? Uh, I've been good, dude. Yeah? You having a good I've week? Good. Yeah, it was a good week. Yeah? It was a good week. Uh, went to uh, an open mic jam last night for uh, the first time. Uh, in a long time and wow. that was fun the uh the drums were for shit but whatever you know <laughs> some of my favorite memes free. some of my favorite memes are those pictures of the house kids <laughs> like sure holy mackerel yeah this guy had had oh, you're so a much lefty. Uh, you're a lefty uh, yeah I had to switch the whole thing around oh no big good deal. lord for, for this open guy mic had night? they did that for open mic night well you know they all know me so all right you're the shots. Yeah, it's all all. You are the shots. Today, hey. That's right. I'm the shots. Right? Did you plug the Rush Rash when you were up there on the stage? No. What? No, I didn't. No. I should way. have. What? What? No way. For sake. Yeah, exactly. 
Come on, man. Uh, Everything we're doing time. to promote Second Contact, you're an open mic night. You can't promote Rush Rash. Dude, you yeah. don't know where you're going to find a Rush fan. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. And I'll yeah. tell you what, they're all in various stages of itching and scratching to hear some Rush. That's what I'm finding out. Oh, That's yeah. True. They couldn't play any Rush people. last night. No? Oh, shit. How come? No, no Rush happening. Couldn't find anybody well, to join you at open mic night for some Rush, huh? Just, just some spontaneous, guys... uh, you know, what? Yeah, uh, bad company, and you know, I, I played uh, played War Pigs last night, and uh, uh, played no, no, um, Train Giotto, just like just you know, no, no, grab no, some guys in the out the Villa Strange. I I could barely get comfortable on that kit. <laughs> this guy had so much tape uh, and 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 paper towels stuck to the heads of these drums, it was like slapping on this table. Really, so it sounded like. Oh man! Like, but you know, well, that it, well, these days slapping is a good thing. So I don't think you want to say that. There, it wasn't slapping. That kid was not slapping. It sounded it like, but he was slapping maybe some, you know, glad ass. You know, <laughs> it sounds like it was. Maybe you're hitting what, like, uh, like, like cellophane kind of stretch like, between like a coffee can or no? It was there was no twang at all. It was more like a thud, 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 thud. It was bad, bad. Oh man! Well, All okay, the symbols maybe, were cracked. Maybe we won't talk about where this is. Mm. No. No. Next time I go, I'm gonna go early and I'm gonna tune those fucking drums. Okay. All right. See, now I can't let the the, the house drummer hear this. Well, did you just hear that? I mean, that was amazing. I mean, I, you know. Okay, so anyway, I, I digress. Um, enough with the sound clips. So we we got news to talk about here. Uh, so I'm glad you had a good week. Have, has there been any, uh, I mean, you missed the opportunity, obviously, to promote the podcast at the open mic night. We, we won't berate this. We're going to move on. You had one job. Just the one. Um, any other opportunities? That. Did you miss any other opportunities to promote our webcast? Go fuck yourselves. I mean, our no, I, I've been, I've been talking us up. Have sharing you? it with everybody okay. I know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. I'm excited about it. Good. We're getting feedback. You know what? As you hear the song coming on, we're getting our feedback, buddy. And that's why I'm asking, because I'm so excited to, to share, uh, you know, with you as well that, you know, it uh, it's it has been a good week. You know, we've been, uh, you know, doing a lot of things post-production. We are, you know, uh, there with our uh, next episodes getting out on time and our audience continues to grow. And just as we wanted to have happen, we've got some Rush fans talking back to us now. So, hey, you're here awesome. right sound. That's the sound of a new voice coming onto the podcast here. This is actually uh, at Swain27. So I know we're on the thing called some other name now. For me, it's always going to be Twitter. Um, that you know, we're on we're on Twitter as far as I'm concerned, right? The this the, the platform X. formerly known as Twitter. Okay, that's what we'll call it. So we're we're on Twitter, and uh, Swain27 uh, just discovered your new show. Great great show so far. Keep up the great work, UK fan. His name is Wayne. Uh, he is all into Rush. Uh, went and visited his profile. Did some stalking and some lurking. Yep, he's full blown. Turns out, asked him what his itch was. And uh, he's he's full body, so he's full full blown dermatitis. Uh, uh, loves he's, all things he's rush. full body dermatitis. Oh yeah, yeah. so awesome. we got our, our our first validated case. So thanks for checking in, Wayne. Um, Wayne says that yep, I'm full body rash. 
Uh, love all things Rush. To, to watch wonderful Rush tribute band moving pictures in a couple weeks that played at Lakeside Park a few weeks ago. Uh, then oh, getting, wow. Yeah, and then Getty Lee here in the UK in December. Uh, oh, yeah, because that'll that'll be coming up in the news. Um, and yep. then Rush, uh, Rush Fest Scotland in May. So lots to look forward to in Rushland. I think we're going to have a conduit into finding out about all those things. So, Wayne, thanks very much for reaching out. Thank you, Wayne. And, yeah, I, yeah, I think I saw a clip of moving pictures uh, playing at Lakeside Park at that, at that, um, uh, the Neil Peart Pavilion, uh, the golf outing thing that was uh, promoted by Overtime Angels, which is a, a charity group uh, out of the States. And uh, they were great. Female drummer and, uh, and three piece, the, the bass player sings, female drummers got the whole setup just like Neil, the old style kit and uh, they kicked ass. So yeah, Shots, you know what? As it turned out, I had this clip all queued up for us. Check this out. Here's moving pictures at Lakeside Park. The sound on this is great, but look at this. What are we seeing here, Al? You know this band. Oh, uh, well, you got this bass player that looks a little like Getty, and he, he's singing and playing and playing keys, but that female drummer has got this awesome vintage looking kit with the chrome toms and then the copper concert toms, which few people might know or realize that because it was all black and white, those pictures of, of his first setup, the Slingerland yeah. setup, but the concert toms were actually copper colored. And then the front toms uh, and the bass drums were chroma wood. And, uh, that's so awesome that she has that. That's authentic wow. shit. Well, and look at that kit. I mean, so that is what? That's the um, second album, right? That's when he. That's when he basically yes, well, joined the band, and so that that's his first Rush kit, right? Right. Actually, the second album, he didn't have the concert toms in Fly By okay. Night. He didn't have the concert toms across the top. He just had the three toms across so the front. So this is really then, the third album. That's where Caressive we're Steel. The font. Caressive Steel. That's that font. Yes. Okay. Right. Caressive Steel Peart. got those other uh, concert toms. Pert says Pert. Neil Pert on the drums. Neil and Pert. It's just Pert. Ah. Uh, I'm sorry. What's that? It's just. Oh, what's that? Oh, yeah. It's. Yeah, just just here. How? We got. I think he would. We heard him. Are you sure? Because we're pretty big fans. Always checking in with us to get the name, get the name pronounced right. And we've said we have committed on social media. We have committed to Getty because he actually came and lurked on our page. If that was him, I don't know. He had like a hundred followers. Um, he was, you know, following about 15,000 people. And uh, yeah, it looked to be Getty Lee. Um, so anyway, he visited our profile, but um, you know, uh, I don't know what my point is, what was even in, in bringing that up. What <laughs> that was my... we're, we're making sure that we, that we do oh, right by I did. Right. By, well, by Neil's name. That's what it was a response right. to. I got a thumbs up from Giddy Lee on we are defenders of the name and getting the pronunciation right. So if that was right. him, then, you know, we're already on the radar and, and let chats, we're moving in the right direction. That's all I got to say. Hey, we can only go up from here. We got the chats. That's what I'm talking about. So anyway, yeah. So uh, really cool. Wayne, thank you so much um, for, for checking in with us. And so... Um, 
really the uh, rest of the, the comments. Do we have any of the comments uh, to go over here in the feedback section, Al? I know we we posted some stuff out to social media. We do want people really getting involved with us, so getting more active on yeah. Facebook. I shared a link of your band's great performance of Tom Sawyer out at uh, the, the uh, Wayne what, Country what, Club. What? What? Yeah, I posted that video, man. Of, of what? What were we playing? Yeah, your band playing Tom Sawyer. Living, living in Tom Sawyer? Living Is that where we were? Living in the universal living dream. In Tom, <laughs> Tom Sawyer, right? Wow. Oh, so we fact check. Did I, make a, did I make a typographical error? What the fuck? Oh, wow. Dude. I need to be chastised, Dude, huh? Uh-oh. That, that is bad. It's bad. egregious. Is that egregious? It is. It is for egregious. For an administrator of that a is... social media account for Rush Rush, I must be – I this has to go on my permanent employment record. It, you're going to have to be written up for that. That's kind of bad, you, right? It is. That's you can't tell the yeah. difference between Limelight and oh. Tom Sawyer? Well, oh, my God. You know, you know. It is what yeah. it is. I just, you know, uh, yeah. I, uh, is that is that how the song I, goes? I, Living I, in the limelight. The do 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 right? Yeah, yeah. The universal team. Isn't that how it ends, right? Is that the... Living, living in Tom Sawyer, the mashup. Living in Tom Sawyer with the YYZ. Um, so anyway, yes, I made a fucking typo on Facebook. Oh my but God. I'm not changing oh. it. I'm leaving it there for integrity. You know what? I will okay. own my mistake because if that, you know, if anything, the integrity of the show demands that I live up to our credo that we are not political and we are not correct. So you know what? <laughs> Fuck it, man. If I said that's Tom Sawyer, do 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 do, it's Tom Sawyer. Right? Who's, Living in your limelight, it's Tom Sawyer because I said so. I don't care about facts or truth. I'm getting Lee. And I'll type whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> you hear him. There he is. The cart man himself. <laughs> I still can't believe that I, I, I could have gone to the South Park concert had I been home and in town. My brother-in-law connected to the attorneys for... Mr. Stone and Mr. Parker, who bought La Casa Bonita here in Denver. Um, so big Rush fans, as we all know, the boys in South oh, yeah. Park. And you hear the sound clips going on behind us here, some of my favorites. Uh, they're forming the band and they're doing their, their bit. And I just loved that uh, the performance that those guys gave out of Red Rocks, which is so special. And it made me think, mm. like, you know, some of the more magic venues that Rush might have played. Al, do you know, I was going to look it up, but do you know, did they play the Royal Albert Hall? Do we know if Rush I ever played the Royal Albert Hall? We could probably look that up, but I know they played um, they played uh, Radio City Music Hall at one okay. point. Well, and is, I know, you know they played like, um, what is it? Uh, oh, Hammersmith uh, over uh, the Odeon. The third Odeon. Right, yeah. the Odeon. In uh, Germany? Uh, uh, in, in London. Hello? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Wow. I thought it wow. was Germany. No. Well, there's a Hammersmith in London. Great. Now we're going to get called on that by our, you, you did see in our demographics, we've got some friends in the UK. We'll get our PP spanked on that one. That's all right. <laughs> you know, uh, we'll make sure we, we uh, have uh, uh, clean the undercarriage with some dude wipes first uh, before uh, submitting <laughs> ourselves to uh, the, the punishment. But um, 
Yeah. So are you actually looking that up? Because it, it dawned, you know, it dawned on me that to see Rush, like I, you know, you shared uh, a couple of episodes ago how you almost had, well, you had the opportunity to see Rush in the 70s at the Capitol Theater in Passaic, New Capitol Jersey. Capitol Theater. Would have been such a small venue. And as we just saw with uh, with that cover band, Moving Pictures, and like, the, you know, Neil's kit, like that's probably the kit you would have seen on stage or something very similar to it. Mm. And uh, from that Possibly... era possibly Big. no that by then by then he Much was bigger. playing if if he had no same same setup but it was a um a black chrome slingerland black chrome was his next kit right before he got those beautiful mahogany tamas how many pieces um, was it how many pieces was that kit? let's see four five six seven eight nine ten eleven eleven drums eleven pieces uh, i can't count symbols good lord oh symbols man i was in guitar center yesterday fucking around with, a, with an acoustic kit and they really appreciated that let me tell you i am the, sure. i am i am the drummer who found out how much i i really just love the guitar by my exploration on drums and the folks at guitar center appreciated that too uh so but i'm looking <laughs> at the symbols man holy shit to have the kind of setup he did Wow, I just I cannot imagine the cost involved to try to replicate Thousands. that as like you know somebody who plays guitar. I can go buy an Alex Lightson you know Epiphone for seven hundred dollars, right? Um, but shit, to try to replicate like I see the guys online and in the drum groups doing Neil's kits from the eras and and, oh, and like man. every piece of it. So if if it's like the big three sixty kit with the like you guys were talking about the Simmons drums add-ons and all the other things he was bringing in and building and and like you said, where I mean, do you know? I mean, at one point I found some uh, diagrams online uh, that of of what he had to remember to your point right knowing where every trigger was every sound every drum what it was tuned to with the sound it made the electric the electronic stuff he brought in all the other uh the, the the other percussion instruments that he brought into his drum set as well right all the very non-traditional things like the, the horns and other kind of crap that you know real right. stuff that he had to trigger and play and that's what he prided himself on was being able to do that right in real time yeah. You know, as a part of, you know, that that piece, man. And, and, and you know, as I've been reading, uh, rereading his book Roadshow and just, you know, reading about how how much of himself he put into every performance. And it was so genuine, the level of effort that they all brought. But but he was so good at kind of expressing that right in, in words um, and kind of describing his experience. For sure. And, and, and go ahead. And he he put a lot of effort and time into his performance whether it was in recording or uh, wherever on stage well yeah. and my point was dude is that and the environment that he had to do that in i mean his his kit his instrument my god the diagrams that i've seen of the kits over the years and what he was in sitting in the middle of and what he had to remember it's awesome and so what we'll do for this episode is i'm going to post a few links in the show notes um, and people can go see some of the diagrams and some of Neil's kits and really kind of understand what the hell this man was really doing. And then when he talks about not only did he have to like use to your point, have to remember where every trigger was and every sound and you know, knowing you know precisely what it was. And let's let's remember he had Gump and a whole bunch of people working with him to make sure that those drums were in fact everything he expected when he expected it right and we've all yeah. seen those videos but he reaches up and he's kind of undoes the uh the snare right no one of the toms 
one of the tom, one of the main toms. You've seen this video where in real time oh, they're, they're playing. They're playing camera eye. Camera, and yes. His main, his main 13-inch tom tom right in the center. Tell it, tell it. He yes. he broke the drum head. It, and and this is remarkable of 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 this band and bands so this in is what's general. playing under like, us right now. So this is what you're hearing, folks. He is so in like, distress right now. Keep going. Yeah. Ahead. So if, if if I break a drum head on stage in the middle of the performance, or if a guitar my guitarist breaks a string, maybe we'll limp through the song and and then we stop. And he's got to put a new string on or get another guitar. These guys just plow through it. I mean. The, the, the drum head on his main drum is broken, and the song just keeps playing. Uh, and that was it, care. and you heard it. He they went don't right care. through it. That, and and, that and this guy is, in real time. And he, the guy changed the drum head or, or had another drum ready to no, go. No, it was a total drum. Look, you said, look at this. It's a, the whole drum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if he changed the head on the fly or he had another drum ready to just oh. put in its place. Oh, come on. Now, if you've seen collectors online, these guys with these magnificent drum rooms in there, you know, I'm sure McMansion Hall, there's no offense to anybody if you own one of these things, but, um, you know, sometimes when I think about the money and the expense and the space needed to be, a, huh. you know, enthusiasts, I mean, at the acoustic level with, you Tens know, of thousands right? of dollars. Yes. And if you're and, buying... And, go ahead. If you're buying authentic DW Master Series drums... Yes. You know, that alone, just the shells alone are, are thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Forget about the symbols. And you see these guys with clear plexiglass cases of every one of those uh, commemorative DW snares over the years, right? Every yep, one yep, are, you know, yep. laid out. And they've got multiples, right? And stacks of this shit. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm good with guitar. <laughs> yeah yeah but you know it got me to um as i was you know getting more into so uh, again we'll, we'll share the the diagrams of neil's kids because they're just phenomenal and there's a lot of interest in that particularly after hearing that song last week um got me to thinking about a topic that we were talking about on the show which was uh special episodes so you had asked me to table the conversation uh we started last week with pete uh, that Scott Haskin kicked off for us, which was, you know, should we pull a couple songs off of the wheel and save those for anniversary issues? Because we know we're going to be on the air for three and a half years, right? So, you know, maybe you know, our annual anniversaries or holiday episodes, like you suggested, you know, we can have, you know, Dude Wipes uh, presents, you know, uh, Rush Rash holiday special, and we can have special themed episodes because we're going to go, we're going to get that Dude Wipes uh, sponsorship any day. Got me thinking, special themed episodes like, songs where the life's in court is used. Uh, the Jungle Beat, right? So uh, Neil Peart being, you know, known for the Jungle Beat. What do you really mean by that? And what are examples of the Jungle Beat in various Rush songs? Let's talk about buttered seven. sausage. Talk about buttered sausage, where it comes from, what it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. Right. And so it just got me to thinking like, so do we want to be strictly like doing themed shows based on songs, or do we want to do themed shows based on the narrative that goes with the record? So the entire record, as we discussed, like 2112 and the story that goes with it, Clockwork Angels and a summary of the very long story, Hemispheres, same kind of thing. Um, or do we want to do, or maybe in addition, shows like this, where it would be the life's in court. Everyone talks about it. What is it? And, you know, what does that sound like? And what are the various uses of it? The jungle beat. I'm repeating myself now, and I can do that all night. It will may come up with a third way to say it. What do you think? 
Uh, third way to say the jungle bee? No. Um, third, no, no I was no. just being facetious. I'm being a wise oh. ass. <laughs> I'm calling myself out for being you're, for repeating. You're tough to follow, dude. You're I tough am. to follow, Chaz. I'm trying. You're all yeah, over but, the place. But you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. <laughs> Do the best I can. You are keeping it. Oh, up. just like that song. Yeah, hey. The best I can. Even though you downloaded that song, I know. But I'm you're living quoting, it. You're living it quoting here. Quoting Getty Lee. Quoting yes, Getty yes. Lee, living it here on Rush Rush. So, so my I, question you know, back I think, to you. Yeah. Theme shows based around things like the Life's in Court, things like the Jungle Beat, things like Tom Sawyer, things like the whole story of 2112. Um, we, we wanted to table the discussion. We wanted to circle back around and we wanted to mm -hmm. make a decision on this. What are you thinking? I, you know, I think I think exploration of the life's in court because that's interesting to me. I, I've heard it mentioned a few times, and I, I was never really too keen being a drummer. What do I know from guitar chords? Um, and that would be interesting to me to to hear the progression of the life's in court, where it started, where you first heard it, where it. Uh, showed itself in, in uh, different songs over the years and the decades. That would be great. That would be great. And uh, and the, the 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 Neil Jungle beat was kind of later on in his career. Um, and uh, I don't know what he calls it. That's just what I call it. It's that riding on the toms. That um, uh, yeah. I think th I think there was a uh, um, something called the Bo Diddley beat. That, uh, right, and there that is, is also, also the King similar Kong beat. to that. Yeah, and the King Kong beat, which I'm not familiar with, but I'm sure it's similar. Um, and then he's got this in interesting uh, ride shuffle beat that he uses quite a bit over the years, and it's his 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 own signature shuffle on the ride symbol that is unique to him. And so we could explore that a little bit. I don't. I wouldn't say it's a whole episode, but we could. We could do. We could do the the life's in chord, the Neil Peart shuffle, um, ride uh, swing uh, sound, and we could do the jungle beat, Bo Diddley, King Kong thing. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I've got an example of the King Kong beat that I can bring out. Um... Okay. So that, so that could be an interesting episode or, or not. Yeah, I think so, right? So the point is, yeah. hey, who knows? We got all kinds of itches we could scratch. So, you know, we're saying we're going to be here at least three and a half years. We're going to have all these kinds of shows. So I'm thinking Scott was onto something. He got us thinking in the right direction. I think what Definitely. we'll do is we will take this offline. We will brainstorm. Uh, hopefully it'll be a little more than just a light drizzle, it'll, but it'll be a brainstorm, a real storm. And we'll come up with maybe something, some kind of schedule. A schedule, as our friends would say, over the pond. Uh, but we'll we'll bring that out uh, as soon as we're uh, able. I think at this point we just leave it at that and we move on. What do you think? I think so. I think so. I think it's good. A, a nice framework to build on. Definitely. I, I agree. Okay. Yeah. So hey, I was thinking too, Al. Uh, I, I started getting back into, um, and I'll take off the goofy voices now. So you know, rereading some of uh, Neil's books. Um, bringing more content relevant to, uh, you know, the experience here. Um, because, you know, one of the things I do uh, after I work out is I like to use sauna. And one of the things I love about the Kindle Paperwhite is that it can withstand, uh, you know, up to 190 degrees in the sauna. 
190 right. degrees Fahrenheit in the sauna um, over an extended period of time. So I'll do uh, two 20-minute sessions, right, um, broken up just in the middle um, uh, by, you know, like a, a, a cold splash. But, like, you know, the Kindle could handle that straight and probably more. Um, anyway, I'll sit in there and read. And I've been reading Roadshow, uh, Landscape with Drums, a concert tour by motorcycle uh, by Mr. Neil. Yes. It's just, it's just pure. So um, got me thinking relative to what Pete was saying about, uh, you know, how his rash pure. has uh, changed sure over time. And out. I think that's going to be great conversation <laughs> with guests that I'm going forward. And I also noticed that neither you or I have answered this question yet about what our rash is. But anyway, I won't get to that right now because, mm. you know, we want, I want to talk about other things, but we've not answered that question yet. Um, we've however, not, no. No, but Pete said, you know, it was very interesting. So he was full-blown dementical uh what 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 do we say it was the dementical uh <laughs> dermatitis. Dermatitis. dementia to drive you so fucking nuts that you're gonna be begging for some buttered sausage right and what it is and why it's here and why it's in your face and what does it do right and and so um pete said he was that fucking nuts about and rush and and he was and i can attest to that growing up with the kid but <laughs> kid we're both old men now but um very true and he said that over time it's changed and now he's at a place where he's got you know what he called a good itch which was bed bugs well i happen to be reading neil's book and i, I came across this uh passage that i wanted to read to you um so this is again from the book roadshow uh this is neil's voice speaking uh and and then i have a question after i read it so uh my bed bug bites were still giving me fits of pain and itching I counted more than 20 of them. Some of them were starting to become painful sores. So as well as the, the anti-inch cream, I was treating them with Neosporin to avoid infection. Um, so he had uh, was out on the road and um, he was uh, getting these uh, fits of pain from the bed bugs. So um, where were oh, they? Shit. Was that in a hotel or, or was it in his, uh, his um tour bus okay so they figured out al that it was the tour bus and so they oh, had no. to fumigate the bus but at this point right there's another passage in the book where he describes his first really figuring out that he had uh suffered a bed bug attack when i crawled into the motel's polyester sheets that night i noticed some little red sores that had erupted all over my legs especially in the tender areas behind my knees and uh, elsewhere oh. ah. <laughs> resembling insect bites they itched fiercely through the night and by morning burned so badly that they put my nerves on edge. The inflamed no. sores looked and felt exactly like the bed bug attack. Uh, Brother-in-law Stephen and I had experienced in Belize. So he had experienced this before. Those oh, vicious shit. carnivores were later identified by Stephen as uh, Cimex uh, lectarius. Uh, lectarius, I can't even pronounce this. Uh, I'll put the, the spelling of it in the show notes for those that are so in, interested in the etymology of it. But uh, a Cymex name burned into my memory by the virulence and duration of these bites. And, uh, well, if these Cymex were bed bug bites, I can only have picked them up at the DFW airport Hyatt or from the bus. So as you asked, uh, Shats, yes, it was the bus. And then it goes on to kind of describe what they had to do to uh, clean the bus. But I just thought uh, to myself, boy, Pete said, you know, that, boy, he went from like dermatitis down to something like this. 
Neil, the way Neil described that both there and then in the passage that I, I read uh, first, uh, really for me kind of sum up, uh, you know, boy, when we're talking, somebody's got the itch to hear some rush. We're some, this is some serious shit, right? Maybe bed bugs need to like move up the <laughs> list. I don't know. According to this. I don't know. But hey, all I know is that the, you know, the rash is spreading. Good things are happening for us. Um, so oh. you know what? Uh, all these things that are happening, uh, I see this as correlation. I believe the causation is, you know, that we're doing rush rash, you know, good things are happening. And I think when you, you listen to rush, you know, good things fall upon you. So good things um, come to those who listen to rush. Absolutely. They do. They do. Yeah. So, um, and I'm very, very happy to report as well. I, I know I'm, I'm bouncing back into the feedback section, but uh, Pete's mom was very, very pleased. My, uh, my aunt Linda was uh, just so pleased with Pete's performance last week that she really want, wants us to have him back. A little, Keeps little him round off of the applause streets. for that. You know what? Yeah. Okay. So love my aunt Linda. Uh, she is my mother of uh, uh, just another mother. She's just, uh, that's who she is to me. Um, was there any news this week, Shats? Well, that's let's your go to the news. Yeah, I've yeah. bantered long enough. I think we've gone over our limit. <laughs> little, uh, little talk about... Uh... Getty's book uh, coming out, uh, My Effin' My Life. My Effin' Life. There's a book tour coming uh, up, isn't there? Yeah, he's going to do a spoken word book tour, which is so cool. From the uh, press release, the evening promises to be an extraordinary experience, a once-in-a-lifetime event. After the curtain rises, Getty Lee will give his fans a peek into the very fabric of his life from a deep reflection into his family and childhood to a steep dive into the history of Rush, from the determined pursuit of music to the personal memories of his lifelong friends and bandmates, Alex Lifeson and Neil Beard. Uh, joined on stage by a special guest interviewer, Getty will be reading key passages from his forthcoming book, My Effin' Life. That sounds really cool. I think I actually want to go see that. Yes. And then, well, and then there's going to be a Q&A time with Getty. And yeah. So the tour kicks off uh, in Wolverhampton, uh, UK, on Sunday, December 10th, and will end in London on the 18th. So very short tour over in the UK. And then it's going to come over to the States. But very and exciting. North America. Yeah, yes. yeah. So really can't wait exciting. for those dates. They've not been released yet, but we are eagerly awaiting them. Yeah, yeah. And, That's cool. Uh, Sounds like you might go. Hey, man, I'd love to go see him over in the UK. I think we'd have a better chance of getting in. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. So I don't know. They they're pretty uh, pretty hot and heavy over there in the UK. So um, and well, then, uh, I recall reading some stories written by Mister Peart about that hot and heavy time in the UK. We might have to pull those out sometime. All right. All right. Wasn't yeah, yeah. And uh what? no deaths to report this week. Um Whoa! no way. Fuck the sake. crowd goes nuts. We were on <laughs> streak there, buddy. I was getting a little worried, man. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to bum you out this week, so Thank there, God. Look, death happens every day. I'm sure there's someone somewhere that died, but I'm not talking about it today. All right. Someone somewhere has died today, and they probably were connected to Rush in some way. 
What are you people? On dope? Right? And like six degrees of separation. Aren't we finding that? That everyone has some kind of degrees of separation to rush in some way. They don't even realize Oh, it. for sure. I'm so wasted. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. The boys And were then to facing. Kevin Bacon. You know, First to the, Rush, then to Kevin Bacon. The, the guys were nothing if they were not pervasive, man. Rush was everywhere, you know? Um, were you anywhere else in town this week other than Mottdale Hardware where you maybe heard some Rush on the radio? Did we get lucky? Yeah. No Rush sightings. Yeah. No random no Rush, rush hearings. No, no Rush, rush hearings. hearings. I, I didn't get out much this week. I, I was really oh. kind of, you know, we were down at Cape May. We were we were doing our thing in the rain, and uh, so no no. You were rush doing your in thing in the rain. What what does doing do, your thing in the rain look like? Do um, I want to know? Wait a minute. We wait, were, we wait, were wait, wait, wait. Things cannot be unseen. Oh. Okay. We were running from the hotel to the car, from the car to the restaurant. God. In the ring. It sounds, it sounds like a Beatles movie. It sounds like uh, you live in Benny Hill. <laughs> down there on the Jersey Shore, huh? You're down there on the shore. But it, uh, down the Jersey Shore. Down. Not not to the beach. You don't go to the beach in Jersey. You go down the shore. Down the shore. And not even down to the shore. It is down. Where'd you go this weekend? Hey, man, I went down the shore. Down the shore. I have a question. That's what? You want a funnel beer? Down the shore. Down the shore. That's sure. That's it. Do you want to do okay. anything fun? Um, well, hey, you know what? And, and you know, because our our podcast is optimized for small speaker experience, people are really getting that accent when we say down the shore. Down the shore. Down the shore. The bennies are going down the shore. You know what that is? The bennies. Oh, Hey, look, I got my black socks on right now with my bathing suit and my white beater T-shirt. And I got my coffee, and I'm ready to go to the shore. Down the shore. Down the shore. Down the shore. Ready to go down the shore. Get in the car. All right, I've been gone a few years, and I just actually threw in a little Boston accent with that, so that wasn't good. Anyway, if you're far enough north, you can have a little Boston accent. I guess. The Bennies are the people from North Jersey that come down in the summer and invade the the South Jersey. Beautification of the South Jersey uh, shore areas. That's yeah. not the Bennies from Bergen County. The Uncle I'm Bennies one of the from Bennies. Bergen County. Oh, you're right. a Bennies. So, but now you guys are coming down equipped with dude wipes and dude bombs. And you actually are probably putting a little bit of a strain on the sewage system down there with oh, this yeah? extra volume of wipage, right? Because that's oh, yeah. more, uh, I think, uh, demanding on the, the but, public uh, system. No, uh, they are plant-based nice. and they break down nicely in the sewage and septic system. Oh, are you kidding me? Really? Now, I other wipes, oh. other wipes, and we will we will not <laughs> name nice. names, other wipes, clog pipes. <laughs> Dude wipes, wipes. Clog pipes. That's right, dude wipes break down nicely not in your fingers not uh, as you're using them mind you wow that's important that's important once they go down the tube look man after you've had a late night where you're cleaning up after you know a spicy night of eating stuff you know like freaking burritos (laughs) with uh you know we're talking chili cheese sauce on it right Um, oh my god so Tell you what, from what I understand, they put out some pumpkin spice dude wipes. Are you no. are you down with this pumpkin spice dude wipes? Yes. 
So this is what I'm saying. Like the Bennies will come down. They're going to bring all this extra shit. Some of the stuff they're bringing, like, you know, with their with uh, uh, dressed with their black socks and their, you know, the way you go down there dressed, Al, I just described you. I'm, I'm seeing you. In fact, stand up. Oh, yeah. I Nice socks. I like those. Are those Van Heusen's? Those are Van Heusen's, aren't they? But Van Heusen dress socks. They're very nice. That's and then right. you have your, your nice, uh, looks like your nice, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, cargo shorts. They're black. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, your, your nice white, my nice white T-shirt there. And my my, uh, my Pumas and my black socks. Pumas and your black socks. And a pocket full of dude wipes that are pumpkin spice flavored. So the story <laughs> I heard, somebody posted online that they had used some of these spicy wipes to clean up after a late night dump. And they found the scent really enticing. And of course, the wipes were more than adequate for the task at hand, apparently. So the guy's only suggestion to the company at that time was, you know, for anybody, really, not just the company, uh, if you want to try these pumpkin spice dude wipes, um, you may want to wash your hands after you use them because the scent goes to your fingers, right? So you might not, you know, care if your undercarriage (laughs) smells like pumpkin spice, but you might get tired of smelling it every time you touch your nose or you adjust your glasses. So... The guy is waiting for what the hell they're going to do at Christmas, right? So, I mean, I'm I'm thinking I'll jump in at Christmas when I can get the undercarriage to smell like twigs and berries upstairs on my Christmas tree, (laughs) which is amazing because I also have a menorah. So, I mean, what do I want to smell like? I don't know that I want to smell like, uh, oh, gosh. Pumpkin spice. Yeah, so pumpkin spice is a good time of year. I think we're good here now. Um, I think I'll go with uh, the the, – uh, winter green or the you know Christmas rush. I can't wait to see what that happens. But uh, dude, the dude yeah. wipe thing, right? I'm just thinking, uh, as as uh, you know, all these folks go down the shore uh, with their dude wipes because that's a big thing now with you guys, apparently, right? You Bennies, you're all into the dude wipes. I think so. Yeah, I'm buying into the hype. I'm seeing yeah. online they're all over the place. So um, I they did are. a little bit of follow up. I have reached out. I said, "Hey, we're dropping your name then out yet again. Here we are." And then now another episode. I just even just trying to give you the update on what I'm doing. I have totally dumped, uh, you know, the the dude wife name all over the show again. So um, you know, it is what it is. We will get there. I'm certainly uh, holding out hope that you and I will receive uh, both the um, uh, Christmas and the Hanukkah uh, packages of uh, dude wipes. Can't wait to see what the Hanukkah package smells like. Can't imagine. Um, I, think it, I, think, I think it smells like latkes. Oh, geez. <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> Hot and greasy crotch. Oh, wait, that's what I got. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Hold on. <laughs> All right, time to move on. Okay, oh, man. Uh, that was uh, what was the that section? went over the edge. Chess. Well, you know, but, but hey, you, you wanted to have a weekly section called Dude Dude Parade, right? So that was it. That was Dude Parade. We had to come Thank up you. with a theme song, but every week we got to get the scatological humor out of the way, and we're gonna do that courtesy of Dude Wipes and the opportunity to clean up with those. Well, Every show. Look, we're only gonna we're only gonna take it so far. I'm I'm not gonna give them free plugs forever. No, they gotta no, show I, a little cash. Oh, yeah, right. So are we getting to the end of their uh, their grace period? Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We're, we're, we're gonna cash. have to a little cash, or there's gonna be a courtesy flush, and we gotta get rid of yeah. it. <laughs> or at least a few packages of dude wipes. Come Couple on, pack. Come on, hook us yeah, up. Yeah, I'm sure they can Come spare on. it. Come on. I want to smell like, uh, you know, uh, I want to, I want to deck the balls. Pumpkin the spice. Deck the balls. <laughs> 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 
Oh, on my nemesis. Oh, and Rudolph. Ru <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> your nose gets so bright. I don't know. Take a sniff. <laughs> okay. Uh, wow. Oh, come on. Come on. Don't you see these two claymation characters running around with your legs? Hey, Bumble. Hey, Bumble. <laughs> I think you got a dingleberry. That's right. A little little hot in the seat. He's so got a flamethrower <laughs> back there. He can use those cooler ones. Oh my god! I can't wait to see what they do for the holidays and their social media. So, um, yeah, we're we're big fans, and I think we're big advocates for you know dude wipes. Because right, what do we know? At the end of the day, being a dude is a messy job, right? And uh, you know, we're we're not ashamed, and they aren't either. I've been enjoying their uh, their website and their commercials. So no, they're not paying us yet, and if they don't real soon, it's over. But hey, for That's now, it. we fucking That's love it. the you dude know, wipes. There's a, there's a limit to this. A limit to I don't this know. Love. I don't know, man. These are genuine laughs. This hurts. I mean, I love, I love the dude wipes. Their their social media is funny as hell. So anyway, anything we can do to share uh, the love here. Look, you can use the dude wipes to cool. You know, put what, what I like to do is keep put keep them, them on, on my ice. head. Yeah, keep them. I like to keep them on ice in a little. And I think Neil would have appreciated this based on what we know about how he used to take his towels. Right. So there's a passage in the book about how his drum tech kept his towels on ice right there for Neil. As soon as he came off stage after his drum solo, he'd throw these ice towels on his face. Right. And so, oh. you know, we, we can do the same with dude wipes for our guests. We can have them available right there on ice. Fresh I don't, from the freezer. I've, I've never used fresh cold dude wipes, but kind of like a bidet, a cold bidet. Have you ever had, you ever gotten shot by a cold bidet? Cold bidet? Yeah. Yikes. But you can eat those things up too. That's a whole different experience. I don't want to talk about that yes. here. Anyways, Please. long story short, we're not in bed with the dude wipes yet, but you know, <laughs> well, I mean, for business purposes, you may be taking them to bed with you for other reasons, Shats. I don't want to go there, but, you know, because you, you apparently are a big enthusiast. I, yeah, I think hey, look, they, they, they do more than clean up just your, your posterior, right? I mean, They're I multifaceted. Any mess that you might create down there, you're going to perhaps need a dude wipe for, right? Dude. <laughs> right? Okay. I think we've gone Absolutely. too far. We've gone too yeah. far. We, we got no love mm. from Mont Vale Hardware. We've got no love from the dude wipes i'm thinking a couple more weeks we cut them both off did you go in and see Stu? Uh, yeah. that's my other follow-up uh, no no maybe this weekend i'll go pay Stu a visit come on you're we'll supposed see. to you know, go I wasn't... talk to him now pete's not yeah, here today i wasn't around you go talk week. to this guy and you tell him we're talking <laughs> about him and if he don't come around come on Stu, huh yeah we're, we're we promoting we him we support you we support these are uh, these local merchants that support good music but hey that support only goes so far. That's We're right. going to itch and scratch. Extreme. It's, it's an a itch give and scratch. You got to scratch. Itch and scratch. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I scratch your ass. You gotta scratch mine on my back or whatever. Don't they? You know, whatever. I like that. It's All an right? itch and so scratch. You go there. Yeah. You, you go there with him and you do that. All right. Okay. What else do we got? So there's no more news. Because uh, if we have no more news, geez, look at the time. 
No, I, I think uh, I think that's pretty much wrapped up for the news this week. I mean, we can talk up? about Alex's uh, Envy of None project, which is... Oh, I love of, Envy of None. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of slow going. Um, it's got one uh, new EP out. That was then. This is now. Is that the thing uh, that just came available? out today? Is that the thing that I just saw today? I think it is. What, was it just Envy out of today? None just popped up on Spotify today, I think. Yeah. Okay. Because it has been a while. So, I was wondering what was going but, on there because they're incredible in terms of you know like al going off and doing something that's totally just like wow every musician guitarist or stamp is or there. drummer they they have their style their sound you could hear it guitar players especially definitely his choice of chords as we've seen so far with every song at least like up to 11 chords every song because what he likes to do is throw in the variant chords and like the root notes and then like take things away and play around within the basic chord structures that he's choosing yeah mm -hmm. yep yeah he's he, but you can always i think and i haven't heard this uh envy of none song but i'm gonna guess that i will be able to hear his sound this one that we're hearing right now you don't hear his sound oh there it is wow yes. brilliant right we like envy of none we like promoting mr larson i i will provoke promote anything provoke. that they do i'll <laughs> provoke and him. Promote. i will provoke him at this point sir I think we've gone through everything we want to go through, Al. What are you itching to hear tonight? Ah, hmm. Ah, yes, we come around to, oh, 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 around, coming around to the business of being in the rush rash here. So, uh, what do you, what do you got an itching for? If I had to say right now, Shats, what do you want to hear? The rush catalog. How about, I'd like to see Lakeside Park. Pop up. Lakeside Park. What is it about Living that song? Willows in the breeze. Yeah. Lakeside Park. So okay. many memories. Wow. And you like that song, huh? I love that song. Okay. Yeah. All right. The way it, it comes in with the drums, but okay, we're not going to get into analyzing that song unless it pops up, of course. All right. Yeah. We got to be. We got to be disciplined here, right? Because we're not. That's right. Because we're not political, we're not correct, we don't follow our own formats, we don't stay within the lane lines, we are fucked. So let's uh, let's see. I want to uh, I want to hear. And what do you want to hear, Mr. Chaz? Red Barchetta. That's been actually in my mind since Pete brought it up last week. I just played that song before uh, I left my office today. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I I turned on Red Barchetta cool. and did a little jam into that song. Wait, you're saying Barchetta. I'm saying Barchetta. What is, how is it pronounced? Barchetta. Barchetta? Uh-huh. But he says Barchetta. Barchetta or Barchetta? Barchetta. I think he says Barchetta. Barchetta? I've always said Barchetta. But the the, the true Italian, I believe, pronunciation, yeah. you can look this up, is Barchetta. Yeah, and my wife doesn't like it that, that Rush has their own pronunciation for the thing. But I was like, but that's rock and roll, baby. That's the way it is. Well, it's like YYZ. Why was Zed? Well, Zed. Well, everywhere else in the world, it is Zed. So, I mean, yeah. Well, um, everywhere else in Canada. Well, yeah, that's right. We know it's the shorthand for the airport in Toronto. But uh, Zed or Z, uh, Z, they say that all Zed. over the world. They say Zed. We we are the only ones that say Z. 
Really? Actually, I've had people from India laugh at Z. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? Well, it's maybe uh, maybe here in the U.S. we're just lazy. Well, they're like, why do we need to be so different? That's what they want to know. I'm like, well, because we're Americans and we're exceptional. And that's you know right. what? We right. need to and be that, different. Because I said it is a fact. And that's it. And there's nothing <laughs> fraudulent. Just because you said it. There's no fraud going on here. It may be going on in other places, but it ain't going on here. We're not political. We're not correct. So we're not going to bring that up today of all and days. We, we try not to be fraudulent. Especially not in New York. Especially not New York. Especially not New York. No, 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 no fraud happening in New York. Fucking lose it all in New York. Fucking <laughs> shit. Anyway. So anyway. Ah, we're going to spin the wheel. Because why are we here? You roll in bones. There you go, baby. All right. So let's see. Are we going to get sound tonight? Or does Chaz have to go back in post-production and add sound to the bone roller? So we're going to shuffle how many times? One. A two. I got a three. Tell me when to stop. I'm shuffling. Huh. Shuffling the order. Tell me when to stop. I'm going nuts. Holy shit. I can't. Dude, go come on. Holy ten. shit. Ten. Oh, oh. Go. Ah. All right. Go. Spin. <laughs> the winner, winner, chicken. Oh, look at what we're so close. What? I can't see it. Oh, my God. It is the spirit, spirit of, of radio. radio. Are you no way! People are not going to believe this. Come on. Uh, uh, I might have to release the video. Holy shit. Give me a break, man. What? Ah. Uh, no way. Classic. <laughs> Look what was coming up. I thought we were going to get Take a Friend or uh, a Motion Detector. Because uh, that's a uh, funny song. I would like <laughs> <laughs> I think ah, I'm writing that one down. Yes, yes. Oh God, yes. Emotion detector. <laughs> uh, I'd be lucky if I don't throw in a sound clip of that just to hear that for a couple of seconds. Oh yeah. Oh man, we were so close. Uh, look at that. Twenty-one twelve. Twenty-one twelve. What the fuck are we gonna do if twenty-one twelve comes up? Oh shit. Well, oh, I don't know. That's gonna be a long episode. And all well, that, that implies, that's right. <laughs> as we like to say, oh, that's right. well, that's that that might be oh. one of our holiday episodes. All right. Well, holy God, shots, just the facts, shots. Oh, uh, well, this. Wow. This uh, this uh, off of the Permanent Waves album, the Spirit of Radio, one of their all time oh, biggest wow. hits. No way. Uh, the People are not first... going to believe. I'm sorry to interrupt what? you. People are not going to believe we spun this, man. This soon, people aren't going to believe us. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? It's all random. That's it happens. Crazy. Wow. You know? Okay. It happens. Okay. All right. All right. So all right. This sorry. was the. I interrupted the, you. The first track on the um, Permanent Waves album. This track is almost just shy of five minutes long. Recorded at the famous. Le Studio in Morin Heights, Quebec, and mixed at Trident Studios in London. Le Studio was, was a very famous place. You remember that video from uh, Tom Sawyer where they're, yes, they're all sir. playing? Are you kidding me? Very I'm cool in. setting. Le Studio. Yeah, there. I actually, I, I, you can buy online those t-shirts. People are just like selling everything, right? So 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this was their seventh studio album, uh, released in January of 1980. This was the first tour that I saw. 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 <laughs> uh, was that was my my joyzy accent coming out? Yeah, way uh, big time there. Yeah, uh, yeah. This was the first tour, 1980, at the uh, Madison Square Garden. Far out. And uh, oh, I'm uh, shocked. The very famous Hugh Syme did the uh, cover art. Uh, yeah, the uh, yeah. the beautiful woman with the uh, flowing skirt as death and destruction is happening uh, behind her back. I see London. I see France. I see pretty girls underpants. I mean, that's all I thought <laughs> when that album came out. I was like, oh, that's so hot. Ooh, even to this day. Pardon me. All right. She I is digress. Who is that woman? And get yeah. this. Yeah. The Waving Man. Now, I didn't realize this. The Waving Man. There is a guy in the background. He's leaning up against a sign and he's waving all the way in the distance. That is actually Hugh Sign. Oh, really? Yes. The artist. The artist. Yeah. The album cover designer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was uh, this was produced by uh, uh, none other than Terry Brown. Their um, their Terry producer Brown. for many years, early in the early years. And Terry yeah. Brown, my God, what a discography! That could be a special show in and of itself because he was Rush's main dude from the point of Fly By Night on through Signals, right? So he was there during some, you know, that critical era with the band, but he has done a whole bunch of other shit where he, he was either a musician or, a, you know, an engineer, a ranger working on something in these records. Dude, everything going back to Axis Bold as Love, where he was the engineer with Jimi Hendrix. I mean, this dude has worked mm -hmm. with some incredible people. Um, uh, people that are very familiar with the Rush uh, space is Max Webster. If you've ever listened to that stuff, uh, they were big fans of Max Webster. Um, this yep. other band, Clatow, yep. uh, actually, or Clatou, I don't know how you pronounce it, but uh, they are actually really good. I like them too. I had no idea that he worked with them. Um, you know, uh, let's see, gosh, and then it was like a bunch of other folks in the 80s. Like Cutting Crew, Lizzie Borden, uh, of course, you know, the other staple out of Canada, April Wine. Um, but, I mean, the dude has done a lot of work. That could be a special episode all by itself, like the collective works of Terry Brown, which would get us out. Terry Brown. Right, kind of get us out of Just Rush, and maybe we could expand a little bit. But, like, another idea for an episode there, for sure. That could be cool. Yes. Yeah. I think we will put that down in our notes. So what else? Do we have other facts about this song? I'm still just in the state of shock. I cannot uh, believe. <laughs> well, I, here's an interesting little tidbit. Hugh Syme played piano on different strings on this record. No way. So that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and, the woman's uh, name is Paula Turnbull, who is the woman who was on the cover. And she has, uh, she was a Canadian model. She was also uh, the woman who was featured on Exit Stage Left, which I didn't realize. Um, oh, yeah. Same woman. Yes. Yeah. And so she has posted to uh, Facebook. I have seen pictures out there, whether it was her or somebody posting on her behalf or what have you of like, you know, what she looks like. Yeah, still totally hot. <clears throat> what else we got? Uh, I think uh, I think that's that about it? it. Mastered mastered by uh, the, the very famous Bob Ludwig um, at Gateway Mastering Studios in Portland, Maine. And uh, 
let's uh let's go to the videotape let's play the song let's you know let's spin that baby all right brought it up on spotify look at that album cover yeah hey wait i'm gonna turn my camera off i'm just gonna be sitting here uh we'll, we'll just let this one play i'm not gonna talk uh, for the next couple minutes just want to look at the album cover <laughs> get your dude wipes out Dude, I got I got eleven minutes on my battery here. Oh no! Oh, eleven minutes. Yeah. All right, well, we, let's stop real quick for the best friggin' intro of all time. Come on! Oh, that that jeez. When I first heard that, I was like, "What? No way!" <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? Wait, wait, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pick up the needle and move that back. Because you know it was on vinyl yeah. back then. Well, I'll tell you what, we got to hear the damn thing in Spotify. Do that in Spotify. symbology come on i just cannot get away from any little part of this song i could rewind that damn thing again al holy shit spirit of the radio on our fifth show <laughs> why because we can <laughs> where's my video i don't know but i'm seeing what you're putting in the camera <laughs> Microphone's muted. Hello? Yeah, you're here. I'm there? Okay. We're rocking. You're here. We're listening. Ah, there we go. You need to the yeah, there we go. Oh, I see the problem. It might be the glass of wine that's there. <laughs> Where? <laughs> no, okay. man. My uh, so my uh, my computer crapped out. I told you I ran out of ran out of steam on my computer. So now I'm on my phone. Yeah. You had no battery left. That went fast. So, but you heard the song. God, I mean, we're into the vocals at this point. You know, begin your day with a friendly voice. Companion unobtrusive. Give me another rock song. 
It's got the phrase, a companion unobtrusive. <laughs> oh, Plays yeah. that song that's so elusive. The magic music makes your morning mood. Come on. This is true poetry. This was genius. This was, I'm sorry, I think some of Neil's all-time best lyrics right here. Yes. Challenge. This, these are some of Neil's <laughs> best lyrics. The poetry, honestly. Right? I Well, yeah, it's, um, it, it's classic Neil. Classic Neil. And, and you, you know what he's talking about when you hear this. Yeah. So much of my musical, um, I think, background was formed this way. It was in the car, uh, AM radio, being driven to school and around like, you know, in the early 70s and hearing these songs and others on the radio, right? I mean, so formative. Listening to, you know, bands like, uh, just thinking early on, right? And, you know, listening to our parents' shit, of course. You know, so uh, in New York, that for me was WCBS, uh, you know, the mm. oldies station. Ah, anyway, it was that shit, but then it was, you know, stuff like, yeah, um, you know, Blondie. Oh, God. So thinking like 70s hits, right? So Queen, Blondie. Um, oh, shit. Huey oh, Lewis Kiss. was on the... Well, no, not, not on my radio. No, not on my parents' radio. Not Kiss, but, yeah. No, no. But, like, I definitely... Uh, Elton like, John. Yes. Okay, yes. Elton John, Jackson Brown, shit like that. Mm -hmm. AM radio. AM radio uh, in, in the 70s and, and early 80s. Uh, kind of what I grew up on. But, yeah, this song... Oh my God! Like the best rock and roll song in the world. That's almost the that that intro and that that Hot fills damn. and the and the and the, the, yeah. the tightness of that fill between the three of them. Yes. Uh, it it took us years and years to figure that out. Did it? Yeah. So that's a hard one to play, huh? Yeah. So is this still in awesome. your repertoire today? Can you still play this as a band? Oh, today? yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's a staple in an, almost every gig we play. Uh, Hell yes. Radio. Oh, yeah. man. All right. I, I need a clip of that, but I can't wait to come see it. All right. So now I'm going to imagine. Right, here's I'll get you a clip of that one. All right, now I'm imagining this is Shats. So you're doing all that symbology. And you're working those symbols. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that oh. that is the that is the Neil Peart um, ride um, swing that I was talking about. Okay. That That's is it. is his signature swing uh, okay. ride symbol sound yeah okay and we'll hear it again it'll come back it, it, go ahead you can talk we have the music going but you can talk yeah no 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 i, I, I want to listen okay Okay, so what's with the little puppet thing that Getty does that everyone started doing in concert? Oh, yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, what is that? Just like the chat, 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 you know, talk radio. Yeah, or, I don't know what know? that is, but but I, everybody knows it. 
It's like and, a puppet. Uh, yeah. And when we're when we're playing this song at gigs, um, we have a bunch of uh, of Rush fans, uh, uh, heavy Rash, uh, Rush fans, and they all do the puppet thing. <laughs> Not exactly sure what it is, but they're all doing it. Well, I know it just showed up in the, they did a bunch of um, cartoon videos after Neil passed to celebrate the band and some of the milestones, right? And one mm -hmm. of them was this video where, yeah, it's Cartoon Giddy doing the thing. And it became like, yeah, the whole just uh, making that current and relevant uh, from their live shows. Yeah. So well, the thing I didn't realize, too, is as we were reading about, as we talked last week about the Rock and Rio um, hadn't really realized like the timeline on the release of that and then how the release of Rock and Rio influenced the way um, eventually audiences in the U.S. started doing call and response with YYZ, right? Mm. So how like, you know, when it started out, American audiences were never doing the oh, 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 but like they kind of jumped right. into the uh, South American thing. And it has become, it was a staple of Rush shows right till the very end, apparently. Um, so I, but I wasn't oh, like totally. thinking the timeline of like when Rush and Rio came out. That was actually a pretty old record. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, mean, yeah. Um, it was out long right. enough to impact most of the last uh, few years of touring for them. It was, uh, that, that Rush and Rio was, um, was, I think, right after Neil came back from his hiatus. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, we know that was 2000s. And, yeah. Yeah, and I I think uh, that was one of their first shows with him. If I may be getting that wrong, uh, oh, someone's going to have to come in and fact check me on that. Well, I think Mr. Ten Tenty Pole Pants Six Nine from yeah our first show. I'm just looking here. He might have something to say about that. We'll see. All right. Well, Tenty right. Pole Pants got to uh, come in and, and check yeah. me on that. Well, he better just keep that shit down. Grab his dude wipes and shut the fuck up because we need to listen to some more Spirit of the Radio. <laughs> of his um you know there are a few riffs like this in rock music um another one that's uh I, and, and alex lifeson like when you get to these lists of all-time great drum fills or drum solos and like every other one is neil peart uh, uh -huh. those those types of riffs 
Al's got a bunch of them. And so I'm, I, that could be oh, a show of its own, right? And uh, yeah, trying to play that stuff. He was so good. The way I describe his guitar playing is as I've come to like be thinking about it over the past couple of weeks. He just rolls through like every fucking note in every chord, right? And he could just do that, just like, just like flowing water. Um, every mm-hmm. note, it just he's got he's he's just got to be so nimble. And I, I was watching this video of him, um, you know, teaching somebody uh, how to play, and like just watching his fingers. It's so subtle, but it's just so fucking brilliant, man. That sound is mm-hmm. incredible. Because actually, yeah. it's very it's amazing how little like like effects are like impacting what he's actually playing. It's like it's always an after and it's always an enhancement. It is not the main crutch. He is always playing that core riff. Brilliant. So, yeah, it's got a little flavor on it, but a uh, little bit. But that's that's it. But yeah, no, the frequency of those notes, the way they're being played, no, that and that is, you get into a trance when you're playing this, like trying to keep it in the right time with the drums and everything. I don't know what it's mm-hmm. like as a drummer, but I can tell you playing that and doing that over and over and over. And he's so many instances of that, something like that in, you know, Xanadu, the beginning of Xanadu and other things. Right. So when he just does these repetitive riffs, notes, notes, yep. notes, notes, throwing a million notes at the thing. I love it. So cool. Like that was three chords right there. So that was a good um, demonstration of them uh, bouncing back and forth between seven, eight and four, four. And you, 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 you know, it's there's something happening there, but you can't quite tell. And it just flows so beautifully from seven, eight to four, four. That's just great. That's wonderful. So, yeah, I mean, and how many songs do they do that in? It's like, that is like their signature, right? That's one of his signatures is the ability to do that. Oh yeah. 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 They, they do that quite a bit. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. And now we get into the reggae man. Yaman. Simon and Garfunkel. in the history of rock and roll that sound man so so prevalent after 
that ripping and tearing. I mean, the, I mean, did you hear the way the notes were coming across on that? I mean, it was like a buzzsaw. I mean, Al Absolutely. was screaming in this song. That, that, the tone and, is fucking phenomenal. And, you know, I, I, I criticized his use of the wah in um, Best I Can in that solo. But was it was it best I can? Yes, that there I think was so. Much wah -wah? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. But yeah. but in this like solo, Hendrix. yeah, in this solo, it so works. The the wah wah pedal in in this solo is just so cool. He had just and, become and, his own man by this point, man. He really yeah, had. and 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 the way he uh, the use of the um, the tremolo arm in the middle of the solo sounds oh, like hell a, yeah. an airplane taking off. Yes. I mean, and he's so good at replicating that shit. Dude, yeah. do you know how hard it is? I mean, I know just like being in a cover band and playing all these different, you know, uh, songs where you got uh, what, what the, the, the kids that use the term slapping to describe a good song these days um, will also call what we do with the uh, whammy bar a uh, boomer dive. But, um, you know, Al, <laughs> Al was so far beyond the boomer dive. I really wonder what the hell his relationship was with Eddie Van Halen. And the reason I ask or wonder that out loud is that they shared a manager. Um, and, you know, these guys really? were just, they did. They did. Their manager um, toward the end of the career was uh, Alex Van Halen's um, brother-in-law, who was also uh, the manager for Rush. Um, so, and I'll get those Very names. I'm not looking that up right now. Can you roll that solo back and play it again? Shit, hell yeah. We can do anything on the show. Uh, salesman! Yeah. Stop so again. Ah. Those are tough, huh? Hold on. Do, do you always hit that or do you get <laughs> I loved the episode where you describe letting the guy in the audience down. It's gotta suck when you miss uh, these. Yeah, I don't miss these. You know, <laughs> I don't Woo, miss all right. These. Yes, that's the shats. I love it. You won't miss those hits when they come see you I don't miss those at hits. uh Uncle Tommy's tavern on october 21st 21st that's, that's right. right i will not let them down do not let them down man we're setting them up now wow. we're setting you up for success holy shit al our fifth show <laughs> fucking spirit of the radio let's just play the goddamn song are you ready we are doing what again we are living in the limelight baby come on do you need to vote oh do we really do we really do we need, need to, to vote, vote? please do we need to vote it's playing right please. now no we're there. Come on. Yeah. We I, again another soiled pair of pants. 
Uh, we just like, come on. <laughs> God, I'm, I cannot believe we came up with that song. That is just nuts. I know. It's, God, you know so... what? That's, that's what I live every week for, to, to, <laughs> to, to, to hear one of my all-time songs and analyze it. I'm loving uh, it. That, that is just, that made my night. I am loving the randomness of this, and I know people are going to not believe us and think we're joking even now, as I'm, you know, calling out the randomness, pure randomness of that wheel spin, but it, it totally was. Totally. How many un- freaking times yep. did we hit shuffle on that thing? I mean, I was getting like, you know, carpal tunnel, uh, you know, <laughs> hitting the button on that Ten thing at least, there. yeah. Shit, it was ten. I think it was a little more. So, Shats, we got a couple games to play. I'm glad you didn't blow the format tonight, as maybe uh, in the past you were so eager to get into it. Give us the song facts. Hopefully you didn't step over this one. Tell me, guess the BPM, Mr. Drummer Man of Spirit of the Radio, closest to the pin without going over. Uh, Spirit of Radio, uh, and I know this, uh, uh-huh. is, uh, uh, again, 138. Oh, shit. Okay, you were within two points. I'm seeing 136, but I'll take your word for it. 138 mm-hmm. is probably a really nice feel to it. And yep. it is in the yep. key of a ma- E major. So, all right. Uh, e major. That, guessing that, yeah. And, and you know what? And that's where that you you got the ability to just take that wah-wah and make it scream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And... And, you know, it, it, this is one of the songs and the earlier songs where Getty starts the song in a in a, um, a, a major note. Like it's it's a it's a happy sounding uh, note that he starts the later songs, uh, later albums and the, and the, and his lyrics. He always starts kind of in a minor key and it's a little bit. I don't know. It's a little on the depressing side, you know. But but this song starts in a key that's really very upbeat and lively. Agreed. So yeah. hey, okay, very cool. Speaking hey, wait, of... we got one more. We, we got one more thing that we we didn't uh, uh, find out about. And now my, my computer's down, so I can't look it up. I have to rely on you. How many times did they play this song live? Oh well, I think we have to look that up. Yeah, and I, I'm going to say it's got to be, um, if if I'm guessing, because it was written in 1980 and it was one of the songs they probably played every freaking tour, I'm going to say it's in like the 700s. Whoa, the 700s? Okay. I'm going to say 700s. Okay. Well, let's see. Okay, well, it's going to be closest to the pin without going over. I'm going to guess, ooh, I'm going to guess 1,294. Wow. Oh, and listen to the sound of that fucking horn. I win. That's right, 1,295 <laughs> times the band played Spirit of the Radio. Uh, so it looks not, like... Not that you were looking up those facts before you guessed the number. What? What are you talking what? about? Hey, well, look... <laughs> Are you questioning my integrity? <laughs> Are you shattering the illusion of my integrity? Hold on. <laughs> so yeah. So um, twelve hundred twelve hundred ninety-five times. Yes. Wow. And thirteen hundred uh, times. Yes, thirteen hundred times. Can you believe it? I think. And yeah. I think we have a few more plays. We're, well, we're close to that probably. 
I'm trying to figure out how many concerts Rush actually played live. I'm thinking it's upwards of like 1,500 shows. How many shows did Rush play? Uh, I think would be oh a total. Great, if they played, if question. they only played yes. this song 1,300 times, that's their seventh album. They had they had six other albums to promote <laughs> in tours before that. They had to play. If that was thirteen, almost thirteen hundred. Twelve hundred ninety-five. Yeah, from nineteen eighty forward in nineteen eighty, they played it one hundred and fourteen times. Uh, back up to wow. So when do you think the last time they played it was? I think they played it at the uh, at the, the L.A. Forum. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, they yeah. played it at the but, L.A. Forum. Uh, it, it, there was one year where they only played it one time, and that was in two thousand three. Really? For whatever reason, but yeah, continuously since 1980. Yeah. Oh no, I take it back. There were. Oh, looks like they didn't play it in '89. They didn't play it in '93. They didn't play it in '99 or 2001, 2005. Interesting. 2013. But they played it in 2015. Oh wait, they weren't touring in those years. Super. <laughs> That's why they didn't play them. All right. Well. We have gotten through another fucking edition of Rush Rash, Al. It's crazy. So wait. Oh, my God. We almost did it again. Loki Corey Morissette. Holy shit. This guy, you know, he's busting balls over my Roger Whitaker podcast. It's actually Roger Waters. <laughs> so we're doing another podcast coming up in a couple of weeks here called uh, Regarding Roger. You've heard all about it from our special guest, Greg Wolfie Wolf. Um, but yeah, Corey's here, everybody. Say hello. Let's see what he's got in store for us What's tonight. Up, Corey? Oh boy, that means I got to talk about the Deep Dive Podcasting Network, which features yeah. such shows as Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, featuring myself and Scott Haskin. Backtracks The Music, featuring myself and John Mariano. The Ultimate Catalog Clash, featuring myself and Kevin Brown. Kevin also hosts the Tom Petty Project and Seaside Pod Review with the one and only Randy Woods. You got Scott Haskin at Uriah Heap, the Magician's Podcast, and the Haskin Cask. Nate and, ja Nate and John at the Deep Purple Podcast. The Simple Man at Skinnered Reconsidered. Terry T-Bone Mathley at T-Bone's Prime Cuts on the other side. Rye at Sabbath Bloody Podcast. Paul, Joe, and David at In the Lap of the Pods. Andy and Matt at Hawk Binge. Eric and Jonathan at Maiden A to Z. Daniel and Josh at Diary of the Mad Men, the Ultimate Aussie Podcast. Ben and Sam at Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers Podcast. George and Hattie at the Judas Priest Cast. Clay and Rye at North by South Podcast. Craig and Jonathan at So Far, So Pot, So What. Quinn at and Volume for All. Sav, Nick, Steve, and Mark at the Rock Roulette Podcast. Chaz and Greg at Regarding Lulu. And Chaz and Chats at Rush Rash, and of course, all of our friends at the Sean Geek and Fast Red Podcast, You're All Doomed, a Friday the 13th podcast, the DLR cast, the Bogus Dota Show, Pod of Thunder, the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting, Booked on Rock with the legendary Eric Senich, Dissect That Film, Three's Company 2, a rewatch podcast, and Jeff Brewer says, are you going to split this fucking show into four parts? Because it's going <laughs> way too long. Guys. That's our cue oh, man. to all shut right. the well, hell up. I'll tell you what. He is great. Boy, that list just keeps growing and growing. Huh? It's getting better and better all the time. Yeah, he's really putting some effort into that. So really appreciate that. So, Shats, we're going to catch Second Contact, your band, coming up. First of all, you're out there, Facebook.com. Uh, Second Contact Band. 
on okay. Facebook if Except you want to look that up. Band. Gotcha. And uh, you are um, playing out at Uncle Tommy's Tavern in yeah. beautiful Pearl River, New York. Over Pearl River, New York. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, that's over right. Over the border yeah, in Pearl yeah. River, New York. So anyway, uh, we got <laughs> your activity. My band, Steel Revenge, uh, Facebook.com, uh, Steel Revenge. And we're on X or Twitter and threads uh, where you will also find Rush Rash, of course. We're on Facebook. Uh, we're on X, we're on threads, we're on Instagram. Um, so interact with us, please. Talk to us. Go take the poll. Holy shit. Why are we even putting a poll up for the Spirit of the Radio? Anybody who downvotes Spirit of the Radio, I'm going to tell you right now, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we don't want you listening yeah, to this show. I want to hear. Any downvote. No, there should never be a downvote for things like, you know, being overplayed or, oh, no, everyone loves that song. No, bullshit. It's where you're at. It's a great What's fucking song. There's a yeah, reason why. Come on. One of the best fucking songs ever written in the history of rock That's and right. roll. This Absolutely. song alone, they deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Come on, right? I mean, seriously. Sure. This fucking for song sure. captures the spirit of everything that came before it and god damn it even defined a lot of what came after i mean there's so many core sounds in this song that yeah you're if you're arguing or downvoting this and get your freaking no. shit man. get the fuck the out of here hey take your fucking <laughs> die box oh <laughs> yeah that's right we got no time for that here on the rash so hey thanks no. a lot guys you all made it through another episode with us we appreciate you. Thanks for hanging with us. We appreciate uh, you all being here. But hey, we're at the point. We're going to tell you. Go scratch. <laughs> go scratch that itch. Hopefully we scratched a little of it for you. Got a little blood on your fingernails. Brush, brush. See ya. <laughs> Thank you. Brush, brush. Thank you very much. <laughs>